Welcome to the Bloomberg Surveillance Podcast. I'm Tom Keen. Daily, we bring you insight from the best in economics, finance, investment, and international relations. Find Bloomberg Surveillance on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Bloomberg.com, and of course, on the Bloomberg. The mood in Paris this morning, after what we witnessed yesterday, simply somber. In the aftermath of the Great Fire, that ripped through the Cathedral of Notre Dame. The iconic structure took more than 200 years to build in just a few hours that roof from back to medieval times. It is gone. Of course, the history, extraordinary from the liberation of Paris of uh, the Nazis in 1945 to the modern day as well. French authorities, they assess the damage and craft plans to rebuild the monument. Here is our Bob Moon. If there was any good news to report as firefighters finally got control of the flames late into the night, it was word that they were able to save the two rectangular bell towers at the front of the 12th century building, although it will undoubtedly be years before those bells are heard again. It was considered the gem of French Gothic architecture, painstakingly constructed by hand, its cornerstone laid in 1163. And in the more than 850 years since, it had survived numerous challenges, ransacked, desecrated, and when it fell into serious disrepair, nearly the victim of calls to tear it down. It came through two world wars, and through the will of the people, Notre Dame Cathedral has always managed to rise again. Addressing his shocked nation last night, President Emmanuel Macron declared, as heard through a translator, we will rebuild this cathedral. The place where we have lived through all our great moments, epidemics, wars, liberations, it is the epicenter of our life. That was no overstatement. For centuries, all streets in Paris, all roads in France, for that matter, led there. But during the French Revolution, it was viewed as a symbol of oppression and fell victim to numerous acts of vandalism. People took swipes at it with axes and hammers, beheading many statues. It was there that Napoleon chose to be crowned emperor in 1804. But by then, the long-neglected building on an island in the middle of the River Seine was plagued by a lead roof full of leaks. An architect determined to save the dilapidated building enlisted the help of a friend, writer Victor Hugo. His resulting novel, Notre Dame de Paris, or Our Lady of Paris, was later republished in English as The Hunchback of Notre Dame. The book helped spark a movement for its restoration thanks to his rapturous descriptions of the architectural treasure as reflected in the 1939 movie version of his classic story. All over France, in every city, there stand cathedrals like this one triumphal monuments of the past. They tower over the homes of our people like mighty guardians, keeping alive the invincible faith of the Christian. Every arch, every column, every statue is a carved leaf out of our history, a book in stone, glorifying the spirit of France. Hugo himself summed up its beauty with just three words, symphony in stone. He helped make it one of the most popular tourist destinations in the world, with more visitors even than the Eiffel Tower, as Bloomberg News Paris reporter Greg Viscusi noted. The most visited monument in Paris, it's about, you know, up to 50,000 people a day can visit it. It's a terrible cultural loss. Perhaps it was the splendorous architecture that drew so many, or the trove of fine art and religious relics inside. Among them, the crown of thorns, believed by Catholics to have been worn by Jesus Christ himself before his crucifixion. 
The mayor of Paris said in a tweet that it and other relics had been saved, something in which New York Cardinal Timothy Dolan found special significance. To see that reduced to ashes, my oh my, I, I remember our song, From the Ashes, uh, We Rise Up. We want to rise up with Jesus at Easter, and I believe that there'll be some rising from this dying. Much of the building's attraction, no doubt, was fascination with the heart-tugging subject of Hugo's fictional story, shunned for his deformed appearance and deaf from his years of ringing the cathedral's bells, Cosimodo. Gabriel, Guillaume, Big Marie. She made me deaf, you know. I can hear my friend. Lately, the ringing had been limited to a single bell and only on special occasions because at more than 13 tons, there was concern it could shake the tower more than it could withstand. A $6.8 million renovation project had been underway for the past couple of years, and much speculation has focused on that as a possible cause of the fire. Now, in many ways, they will be starting again from the ground up. Restoration expert Kripali Crochet is an associate dean at Indiana's University of Notre Dame and says it will take years to even start rebuilding. There has to be a complete understanding of the construction, reconstruction of this building, which may take at least uh, uh, a period of five years. But again, the will of the people seems clear. People who see their lives reflected in a building. Journalism student Celia Hedeberg notes they are drawn to it still. People have been standing here for hours now taking pictures. Earlier, um, a group of Catholic people gathered and started singing different songs. In passing, people are making half-hearted jokes about how silly it is to be crying for a building, but to be honest, that's the case for a lot of people here. That's the case for so many people around the world. I'm Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. Bob Moon, thank you so much. Futures up 10, Dow Futures uh, up 156. My most extraordinary sight today of life going on in Paris was Anne-Marie Hordern in Paris and behind her on the Seine. Anne-Marie was one of those tour boats going by like just another day. What is the scene now in Paris uh, at about 3 p.m.? Because just 15 minutes ago, another tour came by and there were students and they were all waving to the international press on the bridge to uh, looking on the east side of Notre Dame. It is a mixed feeling in the sense that it is another day in Paris. People are back at work, they're outside cafes. But I have spoken to some and they've been, you know, they know exactly where they were last night telling me they couldn't get to their car because they worked too close to Notre Dame. They saw the smoke, they've never seen anything like this. Um, and uh, and many people in Paris are saying it was almost like a death in the family. It was interesting there. We just heard someone say, "Why? Why are we crying? Why are you upset? This is no one died. This isn't a, this isn't a humans." Um, but that's how they are treating this fire here at Notre Dame in Paris, almost like a death in a family. 
Anne Marie, we have no idea of the cost to rebuild this. And of course, Mr. Macron has said they will take the medieval timbers and redo it again. But already, I would guess, we approach 1 billion euros, at least 800 million euros from the great and worthy of France. Who is ponying up 100 and 200 million euros at a drop? Yes, we just had news out that L'Oreal's, the uh, Betancourt family, they're going to donate uh, $200 million. And then you have these luxury, wealthy families that are in charge of the big luxury companies here in Paris. Bernard Arnault, is, uh, they're going to uh, donate $200 million. They're behind LVMH, you know, the likes of Christian Dior and Celine. And then there's Francois Pinot, who's behind Caring. They, are, they run Gucci, they run Alexander McQueen, they're donating more, more than 100 million euros. So already we have a lot of money coming in. And I spoke to the deputy mayor of this fourth district. She's in charge of where Notre Dame is. And she was saying how this is what they want to get out there to the global world. It's one of the reasons why she wanted to speak to Bloomberg. She wanted to speak to this audience. And she was saying the Americans helped rebuild Versailles. Maybe they can come and help save this piece of landmark, and they will forever be indebted. But it seemed that there are a lot of famous French wealthy families who are today pledging millions of dollars to help rebuild the cathedral. Henry Horton in Paris. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Surveillance Podcast. Subscribe and listen to interviews on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. I'm on Twitter at Tom Keen. Before the podcast, you can always catch us worldwide on Bloomberg Radio.